All right, day 333, since Joey promised he wouldn't abandon our fellow Americans. But, of course, he's turned the page. The media mob never talks about him. And here we are, the lone voice. What's what's happened to these people? Even, what's his name? The uh, 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 Winkin Blinken acknowledges hundreds of Americans left behind. Thousands of, of green card holders left behind. All our Afghan allies, they left behind. All billions in equipment left behind. I know, Hannity, you're a broken record. Okay, you want me not to? You want, if it was your family, would you want me to mention them and remember them and, and remind our government to get off their ass and get them the hell out of there? It's unconscionable to me. Somebody just sent this. Apparently, Biden just said, he was asked by a reporter, how long is, uh, is it fair to expect American drivers to pay that premium for this war, meaning he was talking about energy. Biden's answer, as long as it takes. That's how out of touch this idiot is. He must think that everybody makes money like Hunter does. He must think that everybody has sweetheart deals with no experience with Ukraine. That you get to advise on oil, gas, energy in a country you have no experience in and get millions of dollars. That you can make deals with Russian oligarchs and get millions of dollars for your company. Or do a, a billion five deal with the Bank of China, or get hundred thousand dollars shopping sprees from a Chinese national. Uh, no wonder he wants to get rid of tariffs with China. Whoops. Uh, yeah, well, they they were so good to Hunter. I mean, why shouldn't we be nice to them, right? Unbelievable. Uh, we. It's going to be interesting. The Atlanta Fed is now estimating that the U.S. economy contracted by one percent in the second quarter. Atlanta Fed estimating today, and yesterday they revised upward. It was, uh, we were in the negative growth at 1.6%, not 1.4%. Anyway, Wall Street Journal pointed out, U.S. household spending slowed in May as Americans faced historically high inflation, elevated interest rates, raising the prospect that the economy is contracted for a second straight quarter. Now, following the soft spending figures, economists at the S&P Global Market Intelligence said that they estimate the GDP uh, to contract at 0.7% at an annual rate in the second quarter, which ends on Thursday. They previously expected a slight, some slight economic growth. The Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta's closely watched GDP Now tracker estimated Thursday that output contracted uh, 1% during the second quarter. That that model considers the publicly released data, which generally reflects activity through May. Both estimates would mark the second straight quarter of contraction of the economy after annual annualized output decreased 1.6% at that rate during the first three months of the year. This uh, solidifies evidence of a downward trend in consumer spending. And uh, that would mean, by the way, that we could be officially be in a recession. We'll see what the final numbers are in the end, at the end of the day. Two quarters of negative growth. I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, it's, um, it's pretty amazing to watch the mob and the media, the Democratic Party, and how corrupt these people are. Now, this was a, an NBC News report that Biden is going to deliver a speech. On the January 6th committee's findings, once the House panel wraps up their investigation, which I don't think will ever happen, you know, till hell freezes over, um, you notice they get their investigations done. But there's 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 Durham. He's still out there doing something. It's unbelievable. 
just like we have a, a dual system of justice, one for the Democrats, one for Hillary, one for, you know, the deep state, and then pre-dawn raids, guns drawn ablaze, 30 people, frogmen, CNN fake news cameras in the dark of night. You know, it's just unbelievable, the double standard. But anyway, the goal of his speech would be to emphasize what Biden believe is at stake should former President Donald Trump or his allies return to power in Washington. So he wants to make a political speech. Hey, Joe, why don't you make a speech and talk about how you're going to go back to the policies that Donald Trump that worked, the economic and energy policies that led us to energy independence for the first time in 70 some odd years. Anyway, so they're they're bantering this all about in the White House. We'll just we'll we'll just bludgeon Trump some more. Oh, okay. Anyway, and they believe, for example, that they're hoping voters who are angry about record inflation and record gas prices might be persuaded by the argument that Trump and his allies are a threat to the democratic underpinnings of the country. So that's what the speech is supposed to be about. Biden's speech would draw on revelations from the committee's investigation. We have heard this to death. Now, you have these allegations by this Cassidy Hutchinson. Now, she claims, for example, that there was a note in her handwriting, and that is being disputed by Trump's attorney, Eric Hirschman, is saying, no, that was, that was my handwriting. Now, I have a simple solution. They can, they can clear this all up. Follow the science. Follow forensic science. There are handwriting experts probably very quickly will be able to ascertain whether it's her handwriting or Hirschman's handwriting. I've talked to people that have seen it that say, yeah, I know Hirschman. That's his handwriting. I have no idea. But we can clear it up and find out whether or not Cassidy Hutchinson told the truth that day. The other thing we can we can get cleared up as well is we can bring those Secret Service agents in that contradict that are contradicting the star witnesses public testimony. Now, this is interesting on FoxNews.com. Liz Cheney spent hours in media interviews yesterday lavishing praise and on Cassidy Hutchinson. Remember, she's also hugging her for the fourth-hand account of, of President Trump assaulting the, his Secret Service detail and trying to commandeer the car that he was being driven in. But I don't see any interest on anybody of the committee. They put out a statement, well, we still believe her. You know, she seems credible to us. Well, she was under oath. It would matter a lot whether or not she told the truth under oath, especially about something so serious about the former president. Cheney doesn't seem interested. Nobody on that committee seems interested. They don't want to get to the bottom of any of this stuff. Not only is Cheney not, they didn't contact the Secret Service. Are you kidding me? Beforehand? And, and, and apparently, I'm told by sources that these guys testified before, I guess, Cassidy Hutchinson did what the previous four times and publicly this week. But anyway, now when asked the question straight up about it, you know, committee members are declining to comment except saying that they believe in the veracity of Cassidy Hutchinson. We can figure this out real quickly. We can get to the bottom of all of this. Now, Cheney discussed the ongoing hearing and the testimony of witnesses on GMA in an interview uh, when pressed on whether the Secret Service members would speak on the growing narrative discrepancies that are out there in witness testimonies, she said that the committee has previously spoken to Mr. Ornato and Mr. Engel, and we welcome additional testimony under oath from both of them and from anybody else in the Secret Service who has information about any of these issues. 
pressed on whether that testimony from the Secret Service would be given live, be given live, like in the case of Cassidy Hutchinson. Um, you know, she had an interesting answer. We've been working with the Secret Service. We've interviewed, as I said, a number of individuals in the Secret Service. We will continue to do so. It is important that their testimony is under oath. That wasn't the question. The question is, will you give it the same amount of publicity? And if you don't want to show their faces, you can pixel them out, or you could take an extra step and just release the transcript when they answer the question. How's that? We can solve that problem, too. You know, but the idea, and she says she has no doubt about the truth behind Cassidy Hutchinson's January 6th committee testimony. Well, there are credible people that are questioning it. We can get the answers to all of this. We can get answers. There's more contradictions that have come out. NBC News, again, and some source on this committee, someplace, somewhere. But anyway, in, in testimony, uh, in, before the committee, a former top aide of Mark Meadows said under oath that both Trump and and Rudy Giuliani and Mark Meadows, that Meadows and Giuliani sought pardons from Donald Trump. On Wednesday, both of them said, hell no, we did not seek a pardon from Donald Trump. The spokesperson for Meadows said Wednesday, Meadows never sought a pardon and never planned to. In a statement shared late yesterday by his lawyer, Rudy Giuliani's lawyer, Robert Costello, not only did I, didn't I ever receive a did not only didn't I ever request a pardon I told my client president trump that if I was offered a pardon I would turn it down since I had done nothing wrong and there was no need for a pardon oh that would be valid testimony so now how many more issues are going to be contradicted by people before they say okay we need to get to the bottom of this considering this was their big star witness and it was plastered everywhere this is the smoking gun the, the, this is the most incredible testimony in the history of Washington, D.C., and all these ridiculous. Well, we don't know. I don't know anything about Cassidy Hutchinson. I have no idea who she is. Never heard of her. Did I ever meet her? Maybe. I don't know. I've met a lot of people in my life. When you do photo lines, you know, who knows? Anyway, but, you know, if you look at the select committee and the events on January 6, 2021, the one thing that really irks me the most, and we'll get into this with Cash Patel again later in the program, is this whole narrative really is about Donald Trump wanting this to happen. Donald Trump orchestrating all of this. Donald Trump inciting all of this. Donald Trump's speech that incited all of this. And they, they selectively edit and they put only on the screen that which they all agree to because there's not one other... This is why you don't allow hearsay evidence in a court of law. This is why, you know, you have to run things in their proper context. Now, you would think one of the biggest bombshells that would contradict their entire narrative would be of utmost importance if they cared about the truth. The reason they don't want to air the interviews that I had with four of the five people in the room on January 4th and that would be Donald Trump himself, Mark Meadows' chief of staff, uh, the Secretary of Defense at the time, Chris, Steve, uh, Chris Miller, rather, and Cash Patel. Cash Patel is going to be here later. He and, and Chris Miller already told the committee that they were in the room when Donald Trump authorized up to 20,000 troops, or as Chris Miller says, whatever's necessary. Muriel Bowser in writing declined the troops. That would be evidence. 
Apparently, there are a series of memos that corroborate all of this that were presented to the committee. The committee has this information, and they're not bringing any of it into the public arena. Well, that would be called exculpatory evidence. Why aren't they bringing it into the public arena? Because they don't want the truth to come out. They have their predetermined outcome. I mean, it's, it's insanity here. Was everything perfect on the 6th? No, I'd actually like to get a solution so something like this could never happen again. Just like I want a solution. What happens if writing like in the summer of 2020 happens again? How do we protect every city and every town and every person that lives in every city and every town? And not have dozens of Americans dead and thousands of cops injured and billions of property damage. I'd like to get to the bottom of that too. But this literally blows their entire narrative out of the water and you know, proves that I was right from the beginning that they had a predetermined outcome. Otherwise, it would be a big deal. The guy that they say wanted this, planned this, is responsible for this. The guy that said many of you will peacefully, patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard. Uh, it puts a, a whole new, uh, it, it sheds a, a whole new light on the aspect of what Trump and his motives were. And that is, oh, he tried to protect the Capitol. And then the jurisdiction, once he does his part, as required by law, the jurisdiction to actually do it goes to Nancy Pelosi and Muriel Bowser. Where are their texts, their phone records, their emails, their interviews? Why aren't they being called in? Or the sergeant at arms or Chuck Schumer? It's, it's just, this is the state of our country. It's unbelievable. Uh, all of us living in tough economic times, the numbers are not good on anything. It's horrible to actually read it all every day, but it's part of my job. Listen, one way you can save money and get the exact same service is with your cell phone. Many of you still are clinging to these big carriers that are overcharging you, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. If you make the switch to Pure Talk, you can do it less than 10 minutes. Uh, you're going to get the same exact cell towers, the same 5G network. You keep your phone, you keep your phone number. Average family saving close to $1,000 a year. Many others are saving much, much more. So what are you waiting for? There's been hundreds of thousands of us that have made the switch. Why don't you join us? It takes less than 10 minutes of your time. You can be switched over. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword save now. And if you do it now, you save an additional 50% off your first month. All right. Pound 250. Keyword save now. And if you do it now, an additional 50% off your first month from our friends at Pure Talk. 888-528-2557. 